Hello, and welcome to the Brain Mastery Podcast, brought to you by ABI Wellness. This series features renowned experts on brain injury, brain health, and rehabilitation. Be sure to visit abiwellness.com for more resources. All right, welcome back to the Brain Mastery Podcast. Uh, Very excited for today's conversation. Um, There's a lot of wisdom between two individuals here today that are going to be sharing some of, you know, their relationship in the world of brain health and how that works and, you know, some of the history and also some of the thoughts for the future in kind of the world of, of brain health as we as we all, you know, continue to age and, and hopefully age as healthily as possible. That's something that I'm very motivated by and intrigued by. And today I've got Sue Hollis with me, who has a long history in entrepreneurship and parenthood and friendship in athletics. We'll probably sneak in a funny uh, cycling story in here somewhere. And being a mother of somebody who's really benefited from uh, sort of neuroplasticity type programming. And as someone who's just a real leader and innovator. So, you know, super excited to have Sue with us today. And also we have Jason Crookshank with us today as well, who's somebody who's done a lot of work in education and teaching and administration. You know, he's a parent, he's a father, he's a very engaged community member. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about this organization echoes and the work that they're doing along with ABI wellness to really provide accessible programs for people that can kind of exhaust some of that neuroplastic potential. So uh, thank you both for being here. And Sue, is there anything I missed in your bio that you'd want to change? (laughs) No, I think you covered it all probably too well, Mark. Thank you. (laughs) And Jason. That and and I'm old. No, no, you're not old. You're not old. No, you don't age. So you got to tell us some of your secrets. That's the, that's the key here. You got to, you got to drop some wisdom. Jason, anything you wanted to add to your to your bio there? Now, Mark, I thought you were very generous. Uh, just been really fortunate <laughs> to, you know, almost uh, accidentally come across this work, you know, almost uh, 16 years ago when 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 you and I first met. Crazy, hey? Yeah. yeah. And you too, you don't age either. So you got to kind of help us to understand some of the tricks here. <laughs> I, I see a lot of gray on this guy, but uh, oh, well. Yeah, that's why um, I didn't grow one. <laughs> That's my secret. Yeah, me too. Me too. Good call. Good call. So, you know, maybe on this one, Jason, we'll start with you. You know, in the world of brain health, you know, and and keeping in mind that Jason's role, why don't you just really explain a little bit about what Echoes is and what your role is within Echoes for our listeners? Keeping in mind that our listeners, these might be people that uh, are interested in brain health, are, are working in the field are trying to find services for people that are, are looking for progressive brain health options. You know, tell us a little bit about Echoes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, happy to. So just, just a little bit of context and, and background. So I've been working with, uh, with the Aerosmith group, Eaton Aerosmith Neuroplastic Change for children mostly, but adults too with, with learning uh, difficulties, one uh, respect or another. Uh, and just watching the remarkable capacity of the brain's ability to change. And so what we're doing at Echoes uh, for the older set, so for 34 plus, we've kind of even grouped that into two different platforms, one for sort of enhancement, sort of for that 34 to 60, 55, 60, whatever you want to call it. I mean, people, you know, cognitive decline really starts the, the minute that we're born. 
And so one thing that we know that we're when we're in our prime, we think a lot about how we can compete and how we can keep up. And COVID has shown us a lot of that in terms of COVID fog and, and the feelings uh, that we might have associated with sort of some cognitive decline. So if you've experienced that, you might have a little window into your own future. And to think that that might be something that you can get a leg up on now, whether or not it's a job that you want to uh, perform to, uh, or if you just in your later years want to stave off some cognitive decline. So those are sort of the, the two groups that we're looking at, Mark. Okay, cool, cool. And then keeping in mind that's echoes, you know, what's a main message that you would want people, and I think I know what it is, I've known you a long time, but you know, what would a main message be for people that are out there listening to this saying, oh my God, okay, so that's even possible. Because some people might not even know that it is. Uh, what would you want people to hear? That's exactly understand? it. Yeah, they just might not know. And, you know, a lot of the people that we talked to just didn't even know that the brain could change because that was the paradigm, right? right? That the pre-neuroplastic paradigm is, as Barbara Aerosmith Young, you know, mentors of ours would say, I've heard her say it many times. And so knowing that now, I just would want people to know that they don't have to give into the complacency, you know, that their brain is starting to decline. I mean, yes, we're aging. Of course, that happens. We can't uh, we can't fight that, but what can we do with it? So we know that exercise our bodies. We've known that for years and we take good care of our physical bodies and hopefully our mental health too, sleep and nutrition. Um, but then there's the cognitive health side. And, and so, you know, for years we've heard of our grandparents doing, you know, crossword puzzles and Scrabble and, you know, now, you know, Sudoku and, and, and things that, that, that tax our, our brains. And so what we have is a platform that helps to do that even more processing speed and, and memory and executive function. Great. Thank you. Now, Sue, tell us a little bit more about some of the main message you, you would want people to better understand around the world of kind of brain health. You know, what do you want people to better understand? Keeping in mind, I gave a little bit of an intro uh, already. What would you want people to better understand? Keeping in mind that, you know, Jason, from another role, right? In terms of echo. So maybe uh, un unpacking that a little bit for those that are listening here. Okay. Well, I, I guess my brain journey started. Well, there's probably two parts to my brain journey. First was with my son, who basically um, was told at about the age of 12 that um, he would be lucky to tie his shoes. Um, I mean, it was really that bad from a, from a cognitive perspective. And um, so I went on a journey with him to kind of see um, and to really kind of challenge, I guess, the traditional thoughts that the brain was, that what you had was what you got, mm. you know. And certainly at the time, so this was uh, about 11 years ago, probably 11 or 12 years ago, and um, we were fundamentally told by educators, by all kinds of people, and we did try lots of different things, but we were fundamentally told that what he had was what he was going to, that was it for the rest of his life. And I, as a, as a mother, as any mother does, you know, you're just not prepared to put up with that. So I went on a journey with him and discovered Aerosmith. Um, and we, as, a, as an Australian, we moved to, to Vancouver for Jakey, our son, to actually participate in the, in the Aerosmith program. So he was there for two years. And in two years, um, I learned everything that I could possibly have imagined about how your brain changes. You know, and it gave me incredible confidence actually watching my mm. son, knowing that you don't have to put up with what you've got. So with a, what you've got comes from the way you were born, whether you've sustained an injury or whether it's just decline as, you know, as, you know, as Jason said, as, you know, our brains start declining, you know, literally or, or you mark that, you know, as the day that we're born. Mm -hmm. So what I learned from watching my son initially was that, you know, it, it's 
the, the, you know, the old beliefs in terms of the way of working is so wrong, you know, and, and I guess probably the first lesson I learned with my son was never settle with what you've got because you can always take steps to improve your brain health and you can always recharge those cells to, to see a dramatic improvement in your brain capability. So no matter what you've been given or what state your brain is at, you can change it. So I saw that with my son 10 or 11 years ago, and, uh, and that's just been a game changer for us, watching his brain and watching now he is as an adult in terms of him really kind of setting the world on fire in his own field. So I guess kind of then step forward, probably about two years ago, I started to, to see a decline in myself, which is kind of scary. At the age of 61, I started to realize that I was starting to my brain processing speed seemed to be slowing down. I wasn't as fast in terms of remembering names and events. And it actually started to scare me, I guess, because it, it you know, I really felt that I was having difficulty focusing. And, and, you know, kind of 61, I started thinking, gosh, am I going to remember my kids' names by the time I'm 63? So, you know, so I went on a bit of a brain journey myself, being very cognizant of mm. how the brain is completely plastic and you can rewire it. So um, probably my, my, one of the first things that I did was start working with, with Echoes. And, and again, for me, that's been a game changer. When I work, when I do that work with Echoes, my brain hurts. I got to tell you, it's not like a headache, um, but it's, I can feel new pathways being, you know, growing. It's kind of like after you run a long run and your muscles ache, that's what it feels like. So I'm really conscious that, you know, when I'm doing that work, my brain is rewiring and refiring. Um, and that literally has, has, you know, just been a remark, had had a remarkable impact on me. Wow. But the second part as well for me is also knowing that my lifestyle can make a huge impact in terms of my brain health. So Love really it. kind of addressing lots of things in my lifestyle. And I know I'm carrying on a bit here, Mark, no, but, no, you know, I'm, I'm also... But I've also followed a lot of the work of um, it's two amazing doctors there, husband and wife team, um, Dr. Dean and Aisha Shazay. Ah, um, yes, I've been following them too. And yeah, and I'm a I'm a great believer in you know in their work and in terms of them you know in terms of what their their key message is, which is lifestyle has a huge impact mm -hmm. on brain health. Um, and so you know through them, they had this amazing kind of. I've forgotten the word for it, but it's called neuro. So it stands for, you know, so to really kind of make massive impacts yeah. in terms of your brain health. So it's nutrition. Mm -hmm. So they do talk fundamentally about being plant-based. E yeah. is for exercise. Got to get out and do that. U is for unwind. So looking at how we relax and, mm -hmm. you know, so meditation, yoga, journaling. Um, R is for rest. So the value of sleep. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, you know, in terms of our brain health and brain recovery. And then O is for optimised. Um, and, you know, as, as we were saying a little bit earlier, it's, you know, in the old, and I, and I look at my parents, you know, my, my mum and my stepdad, for example, who were very, very smart people who then thought that doing things like Sudoku would be enough to keep their brain stimulated, but it isn't. So, you know, so under optimised for me, that's really the strength of echoes because, You've got to engage multiple areas of your brain. So, you know, I'm following instructions, I'm processing, I'm focusing, I'm trying to understand, um, I'm coordinating hand with brain, you know, and they're the things that really kind of get your brain going. I love it. I mean, that's such a good message for people to listen, especially if you're, you know, like me and, you know, aging a little bit and, um, you know, <laughs> looking for ways to 
I think what can be, you know, extremely challenging is it sounds easy when you say it like that, right? It sounds mm-hmm. easy. And, and hey, Jason, I mean, it, it sounds like, oh, yeah, I should just eat properly. And I should, you know, you know, exercise regularly. And, you know, I should find time to get good sleep in. And, you know, I should really optimize my health. But as you start to add that up and think about, okay, I know why I should be doing that. But then the question is, right, Jason, like, how do I do that? And I think that's part of what Echoes has done a nice job of doing is they've really kind of brought the the Bears platform into the aging population. So they've got a kind of, it's kind of the system leading the behavior uh, within a community. And maybe you could talk a little bit to that, both of you, uh, if you could, if, if you want to. I'll jump in real quick. Sure. So just quickly, yeah. So the O actually in in Echoes stands for optimization. So that was that was a key thing when we were looking, you know, at brain functioning and 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 what what the goal is. So so that optimization is key, and 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 it's the how. So we can all you know go to Google and we can or we know in the back of our brains that exercise is good and sleep is good and diet is good. But the biggest piece is accountability. So mm. one of the things that we have is a coach. So I'm not Sue's coach, but if I were we'd be meeting in a few minutes and I would be checking in with her to make sure that she had done. And we're, we're collecting the, the, the data of how long people were exercising, how frequently we're doing workshops on, on sleep, on nutrition. And so it's, it's a, a well-rounded approach, but it's that accountability piece that you get uh, in a coach and, and in a, in a class time, right. Sue, that, that you're not going to make plans yeah. at the time that you already have y- your session. It's so easy just to say, Oh, I'm going to go for a walk later. Or I'm going right. to go to the gym later because right. uh, there's no accountability. So that's the biggest piece there. Yeah. Thanks Jason. And, Great. You know, and I, I absolutely agree, Jason. It's the accountability. Um, the accountability is fantastic because it's, you know, it, it does hold you responsible for doing what you're going to say you're going to do. But I think one of the things is, you know, when Mark, when you were saying, you know, well, it's hard to do. And I think one of the challenges is, you know, obviously, as you start to age, you're very conscious that mm. there's the potential that your brain is deteriorating. But when you say 35, you know, it seems to be functioning incredibly well. And so there's no real impetus, you know, to be able to be looking at your brain. But the, but the critical thing is that no matter what age you're at, and no matter how great your brain is, when you're optimizing it, you know, you, the, the results are just astounding, you know, so, you know, that's one of the things that I love about doing the program is that yes, that I'm accountable. And I just wish that I'd had it when I was 35, because it's not just about brain deterioration, but it's about brain growth. Um, And, you know, if I, if I'd have had this at 35, Lord knows where I would be now. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I mean, I feel, you know, when we were teaching, Jason and I taught together at one of Howard's schools where I first met you and and your amazing sons, both of them. And mm-hmm. it was something I felt really fortunate to stay so cognitively active, uh, but something that was a bit, you know, so that was just so exciting to be able to be involved in that, doing so many darn clock faces uh, over those years uh, and doing it manually, which was a challenge. But, it, you know, something that, you know, Howard and I constantly thought about was, okay, but what about the neurogenesis of aerobic exercise? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we take the research from people like Dr. John Rady and then apply that into, you know, the work, you know, how do we, how do we do that? And, and that's something that, you know, I'm just so pleased that, you know, Echoes is able to do reliably in terms of having the exercise built in to the platform and to the everyday protocol. Mm-hmm. 
and then building community around that, I think is so it's, it's incredibly powerful because you think about, I often liken it to the, you know, look at where you're located. And then within a five mile radius, how many gyms are located around there? How much focus do we have on physical health? And it's lots, right? You're, you're in Sydney, Australia, you know, Jason's on the Island. I'm in Vancouver area. And there is between all of us, there's probably 20 gyms at least within that, that mm-hmm. five, 10 mile radius. But when we think about the brain, how many places are available where there's a protocol delivered and a coach that's available to help you optimize your brain? And it's not very many. None. <laughs> no, and it is one of the challenges, I think, you know, also is with, you know, you've, I think, you know, if you, if you physically injure yourself or you're sick, there's a lot of community support around that. Um, and, you know, and I think it's one of the challenges, I think, with brain health is that, you know, sometimes people feel a degree of shame, particularly if their brain is degenerating and, mm. and you know, they're slowing down and they don't want to talk about it. So I think the community has a huge part to play in actually just recognising that, you know, your brain health is just actually even more important almost than, you know, all parts of your physical health. Um, and to be putting, to be able to put a greater focus on that to potentially remove judgment, but also encourage people to, to treat their brain health as seriously as they treat their lives. A hundred percent. Like that's like, for me, that's the mic drop right there is that, you know, and here's, here's someone who's walking the walk, doing the work. And, you know, here's an organization echoes that is providing a very scalable solution to people that are interested and further optimizing their brain health. And it's pretty exciting. You know, Jason, I want to acknowledge you for being a real innovator out there in really, you know, coaching individuals to optimize brain health. Like, what's that like for you having been, you know, an educator and now moving into more of this like cognitive coach role? Like, what's that like for you? How does it feel? What's it, what's the difference? It's, it's really exciting. The, the biggest difference and kids don't take this the wrong way, but, but, but if, if we've got adults in front of they've signed up, you signed up Sue, because you wanted this for yourself and you yeah. know what it's like to have signed up Jake. Great. Right? Mm. So you know what, what kind of push that was. And I know it wasn't always easy. I mean, he came out the other mm. end, right. And he, and he's good now, but, but you didn't know that going along the way. And so to ask, you know, a parent or a grandparent to, put their child or grandchild through this program. That's one thing. And to coach that person, you know, as a teacher, it's wonderful, but, but it's different work. It's, it's different. And Mark, you've been there too, to push a child through these exercises when they may not have the wherewithal to really fully appreciate Mm -hmm. because those areas are underdeveloped or, or unconnected or not fully connected. They, they don't fully appreciate what might reside for them on, on, on the other side where, where you're coming in as an adult, knowing what you're signing up for, at least having a a glimpse. So I think Mark, the motivation is Mm -hmm. the quick answer, the motivation Mm -hmm. to stave off cognitive decline or to remove some of the barriers to your own processing. And we've got a lot of clients, Mark, who will work outside of their assigned class time. So in order to make reasonably good gains, you know, we need a, about a four hour per week commitment to, to your brain training. Uh, a lot of our clients are spending a lot more time because they're really enjoying it and, and they're feeling 
you know, addiction isn't the right word, but a lot of people are no, using it's that close. feeling like they want a little bit more. It's close. <laughs> it's close. Let yeah. me do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I am actually exhibit A on that. And I have to say, I almost can't leave it alone. It is almost addictive because, yeah. because I can see the, you know, the difference that it's making, you know, and I can feel it. And, you know, my poor coach, um, she is just sensational. But, you know, working in different time zones as well, you know, so I'm always texting her going, ah, okay, um, need to master. Um, and she's brilliant. I mean, her support is just, it's you know, it's sensational. But it does become addictive because you can see the difference it's making, you know, yeah. and you can feel it in your head. Um, so you just want more of it. It's as simple I, as that. I and you know, love it. Like, I just totally love it. And I think, again, huge kudos to you, Sue, for just being, I, I think this message will resonate for so many people because. I think many people are looking for the kind of solutions that they can that they can access where they're part of a community and they're really yeah. taking care of what they need to take care of to live a healthier life because much of healthcare is really on the individual, you know, not on you know, on more progressive health models. It's really what are the habits that foster better better health and that's exactly what you're doing, you know, uh, by engaging in this program. And I think, you know, for some it can seem a little bit overwhelming. You know, but I, I like the whole Strava model of getting 1% better every day. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. And that's not too overwhelming. You know, it starts with what 1%. I mean, come on, that's not that big. And so what could I do? What behaviors can I reliably measure and track towards my end goal to get me 1% better? And I, and I think, Jason, you know, what you were talking about, I thought was really relevant in terms of the extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation. Uh, you know, because when, you know, we've seen this a lot in kind of the concussion brain injury work, it's just a lot of people that have had this sense of loss following a concussion. Um, so then there's more intrinsic motivation because there's a sense to restore or regain some of what had been lost. Whereas in learning disabilities, it's a little bit different because in learning disabilities, oftentimes you don't know because you've always just been this way. And, you know, that's something that Josh Poirier, who I've worked with quite a bit, he really, I, I credit him for really that finding. It was really, you know, it was very clear to him in the, in the cohort of people that he worked with, that that was a big distinction. And I think you're saying very similar things. So just thank you for sharing that perspective. Well, and that's the second part of it for me in terms of the coaching world versus teaching uh, and adults versus kids is some of that being able to articulate what it is more in the moment. You know, we've had, you know, and, and one day I'll count actually, you know, exactly how many kids I worked with, but it's, you know, in the hundreds for sure. Many of them were able to articulate after the fact, mm. oh, now I know that I couldn't do that before. I knew it was difficult. I didn't know why, but that putting the finger on it where I think a lot of the adults that I've been working with are able more in real time, able to articulate what it is. And then to, to see at least anecdotally those, those shifts. So that's, that's the second piece of that for me. Anything to add there, Sue? I see you nodding your head. Yeah, it's so true because I think, you know, it's, I mean, that was certainly my experience with my son going to um, Aristotle. Admittedly, he was a teenager, so he was very clear what the dark side looked like. Mm -hmm. And that enabled him to be very focused, you know, very, you know, because he just did not want to be, you know, in that space ever again. So, you know, you're absolutely right, Jason. Some, sometimes people say to me, is it better that the, you know, the kids go, you know, they're younger or older? You know, and when they're younger, that's the challenge is that they don't necessarily know why they're there. So, you know, so kind of getting them to be focused is, is quite difficult. But, you know, but as an adult, I mean, it's just some of it's and it's like Aerosmith. Sometimes the changes are so small, they're imperceivable. 
Um, but it will be, for example, you know, I went through a period where I was really struggling remembering names and events and, you know, and I actually just looked back about three weeks ago and went, wow, I don't remember having been in that kind of panic, you know, for ages now. Mm. Um, and I can only put it down to this. I can only put it down to the work that I'm doing at Echoes. And it's just, it's a small and perceivable shift in, in little things um, that continues to build and build and build. Love it's it. just like a muscle, you, you know, improving that muscle. It's getting stronger every day. And you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily see those changes on a day-to-day basis, but it's when you stop and you go, well, hang on a sec. I can't remember the last time I was in that brain fog or I can't remember the last time where I've forgotten someone's name and you suddenly see the impact that that's happening. And, and that happens whether you're 61 or 35 or, you know, or, or 12, really. I love it. No, that's so good. And, you know, something that this is such an exciting interview for me to do because all three of us have known each other for a long time. And, you know, it all started around service, you know, and, and helping a family. Right. And providing a solution that someone that hopefully someone could engage in it could actually change a life, improve a life and ultimately improve a family. And it's so wonderful to reconnect and, and to be able to share this. And, you know, kudos to, to Echoes, Jason, and, and the team over there with Howard and the whole team developing a solution uh, that can help people and, uh, and, and can build community and ultimately can help people. What I like is to have options so people can choose to help themselves. You know, I yeah. think that's the key is just to have the option available. And then the people, the heroes of, of this work are the individuals who are engaging in the work yeah. because they're doing the work. And mm-hmm. it's just so, it's so exciting to see this happening and to hear that testimonial from you is so cool. I mean, it just makes my day because as you know, I'm involved with this work as well. And, you know, to hear that mm-hmm. is so cool because it, it makes me think of a story that I recently heard from a professor at Stanford named David Eagleman. And he wrote a book called Livewire. Okay. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that term more than neuroplasticity because uh, I don't know, I could maybe spell Livewired. I don't know. You guys <laughs> both know I'm a, I'm a terrible <laughs> speller, but it, you know, what, what he said was he, he goes into the study that, it, that I think a group of nuns were in out of Italy. And these nuns um, had, had kind of uh, donated their brains to science. And these nuns lived a lifestyle in community together where they were active every day. You know, they were eating primarily plant-based and, and they're, you know, very healthy protocols there. Sleep was really respected. You know, movement was encouraged, just part of the culture. And, and post-mortem, as I remember the story going, uh, three of these nuns actually had dementia and had no symptoms. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what does that mean, right? So, and when we think about behavior and habit, and it's so cool, Jason, that you're providing these types of programs to the community in a way that's accessible. Like how exciting is that, right? It must be kind of exciting. I mean, I'm not saying Echoes is going to do, I'm just saying it's interesting that habit and how lifestyle and, and behavior um, can actually influence, you know, quality of life. It's so true. It's so true. And, and, and the other thing that excites me, Mark, is because, as I said before, I mean, I've been doing this since 2006, is uh, even 2005. You were 14 um, when you yeah, started exactly. doing this? I, I was. Just, just oh, I was 12. Uh, <laughs> is, is that this program used to be available only in person. And right. through the wonders of technology, a little push from COVID, you know, one of the blessings I think that that has mm-hmm. come out of that 
mm-hmm. uh, as pushed, um, you know, this platform uh, into online delivery where we weren't quite there yet. It was always kind of down the road. And so mm-hmm. how many more people are going to be able to access a program like this internationally is really exciting to me. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we as we move towards the end here, and this is something we can definitely do again, you know, what's a what's something that you'd want to leave for people, individuals that are out there, they're listening to this, they're going, okay, you know, I'm 50 plus right now, I may not be feeling as sharp as I once was. I don't know if I'm really appropriate for this or not. What's your message to them? And I'll let you each kind of, you know, maybe we'll start with you, Sue. Well, I guess that my, you know, my key message really is that, you know, for most of us, if we want to change our brains, we need to change our lives. It's simple mm-hmm. as that. And, you know, your brain is, is like a living universe and it really does respond to how you care for it, how you feed it, how you challenge it, and the way that you allow it to rest and restore. My brain has been inextricably changed by doing the work that I've been doing with Echoes. And it's as simple as that. You know, it really is. And and it was interesting because, you know, when I started going into this brain fog, I remember thinking to myself, God, you know, what I really need is to be able to do clocks. But, you know, I'm in Sydney, Australia, and, you know, it's and mm-hmm. literally within a day of that thought, you know, Echoes came to life. Wow. So, you know, it's actually been a huge game changer for me. But, you know, it's, it was fascinating the other day. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine in Canada whose son is now doing clocks. And I said to her, you know what? You should be doing clocks. You know, everybody should be doing clocks. No matter where you're at, everyone should be doing clocks. And she said, I signed up last week. That's great. <laughs> you know, and that's the brilliant story. You know, it's Mark, you know, just to get the bike story in. Yeah. Um, Mark, Mark and I and uh, a couple of um, and Simon and, and you know another friend <laughs> many many years ago when I was two weeks away from leaving Vancouver with my son so we'd finished the program we were two weeks you know so we we're heading back to Australia and um, we decided to do the cure for cancer ride from Vancouver <laughs> Seattle and it was a, a hell of an experience for all of us there was a team of four of us and I remember getting to the the first, the first night we stopped. Yeah. And we were, it was pouring with rain. We were in camps, in tents. It was muddy up to our elbows. <laughs> and we we tried to eat some kind of almost you know, oh. in, in ineditable food at the, yeah. at the tent. And it was still raining. So the four of us just had to get out of the camp. We went for a walk. So this is two weeks. So my son has finished the course two weeks before we're heading home. And I said to Mark, you know, I probably shouldn't ask you this now. <laughs> But does this work? <laughs> and Mark just looked at me and he went, trust the process that only gets better. Trust You're the process that wow. only gets better. That's exactly and what I said. Yeah. He yeah. did. And I remember going, okay, I'll just trust the process. And I watched my son only get better, get better, stronger, you know, more capable. His brain was more on fire. And I loved live wire. That's exactly what happened to his brain. And that's exactly what's happening to mine too. So oh. my last my last message, no matter how old you are, you can always, always improve the health of your brain. Well Come said. To <laughs> Amazing. Wow. What a story. And uh, that was a great memory. I remember that so well, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, Mr. Benaris there with us as well. Yeah, yeah. It, was a lot, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So Jason, uh, any party words, last kind of message? Yeah. So to build on what Sue said, not all of your listeners are going to have had that firsthand experience. I think that Sue really, you you really came from a, a place of opportunity where where you saw what was possible. You'd already seen it, and you and so you didn't have those same questions, right? You're and you're still trusting the process, which I yeah. love. 
Um, mm-hmm. So for those that may not have that more intimate relationship, we'd like you to come and try it. And we'd like to gift you with, uh, with, with a couple of weeks mm-hmm. on platform with a coach and, and to kick the tires, as they say, to give it a try and to see what that feels like and to give us your feedback. Uh, but more than anything, uh, just a, a, a gift. Because uh, you don't really know what it's going to be like in, in, until you try it. We can tell you all about it, but I don't think you're really going to fully appreciate until until you've tried it. So maybe, Mark, your next question is, is how can people do that? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to tell you. You can go right to our website, which is uh, myechoes.com, uh, or phone us, uh, which is one 80 echoes which translates to one 888 8032467 and we'd love to talk to you and uh and show you the platform and uh and for you to be with us. Great. That's perfect. That's super super exciting and thank you thank you so much for for the work that you both do. Sue, you know, just we'll we'll continue to be in in contact I'm sure and Jason that's a really, you know, generous offer for listeners that are out there and we'll make sure that that's available in the show notes. So Again, thank you so, so much and uh, super excited to hear about everything that's going on at Echoes. Thanks, Mark. Great to be here. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Brain Mastery Podcast brought to you by ABI Wellness. Be sure to follow us on social media channels at ABI Wellness. The statements made regarding the Bears platform and ABI Wellness have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of the Bears platform has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. The Bears platform is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice.